Welcome to the Small Fictions Podcast. Every week, three aspiring, slash, totally shit writers create short stories and send them to an English teacher for grading. Here are your hosts, Ryan, Alex, and Elliot. I'm glad to be back. It's great to see you again, Mr. Teacher. How the hell have you been? I know you've done a marathon in between the seasons. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, done done a marathon. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, I was tempted to to play back some of your stories. Obviously, a marathon is quite a long time and you need some entertainment. Only tempted. Uh, and so decided against it. Um, <laughs> but, um I think I did listen back to I, I, someone. I can't remember what it was. It was quite. It was. It wasn't long after we finished, um, and I think someone had got in the car when I was sort of listening to a bit of it, and it was, and they like, what is this? And it was, and there was a bit where I started talking, and I'm like, just how ridiculous are you? Do you need to listen to your own voice in the car? <laughs> what's the what's the um, what's the the kind of the the intent for this uh, this season? Then we're going to try and break Australasia or um what what's what's what what's what's the goal yeah something like that but and in order to do that we've we've done a little bit of a different format this season so we're going to have our normal episodes with you Mr Teacher every Wednesday exactly the same same high quality same great stories same amazing analysis from you but then on Fridays we're going to release a bonus episode with a substitute teacher called Mr Alan Blunder and that's where we go a little bit crazy. We let our hair down a bit. And where if you yeah. thought the stories that we give you are nonsense, you know, the stories that we're going to give him are going to be triple nonsense. So that's something yeah, to look out for. Because we do try with you. So it'll be two episodes a week for this run. So you still get 20 episodes, but there'll be two a week for 10 weeks. Exciting. Okay, so this episode, you set us the task of writing about new beginnings. Indeed. Any thought behind that, or literally just? Well, it is, isn't it? Season. It's just it's a simple, you know, it's pretty much as simple as uh, it's been a while. It's a new beginning. I think it was, it was, um, it was apt. And are you fully recharged after season one? Because I must admit, towards the end, I could see the light dying in your eyes. <laughs> well, I just, you know, it's just when you, when you just have to read this drivel for like week on week. Um, I think it does become a little bit a little bit draining and so I, I yeah I feel recharged I'm ready I'm quite excited to get back into Good, get back too. into it and I, uh, you know in the same way that when you when you come back and you lot were let's face it I mean you're essentially year nine on season one so I'm thinking you know that you've got rid of your childish immature ways and now you're now that you're you're kind of the equivalent of year 10 you're preparing for your GCSEs Yep. There's 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 that sense now of you having learned from from last year, uh, and I'm looking forward to to this 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 new more mature sense of uh, sense of literature that we're gonna we're gonna be exposed to. Yeah, right. I think you're spot on, there, Mr. Teacher. Like we've definitely matured yeah, right. as a group, and we and this is some real grade A, high quality, high caliber stuff from experienced writers um, who have learned a lot over the course of season one. Right, taking on board all of your feedback, I think. Fair to say, lads, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. Um, this is really good stuff. This is going to be the start of something special, I think. Something new, mature, 
Yeah. And what's your what's your story called this week, Elliot? Um, Nigel the Cunty Rabbit. Right. Okay. Well, should we start with it? Um, usual usual uh, things apply. So children going in, on in the background. Therefore, aside from the title, are uh, there any other? Uh, yeah, maybe one or two. I kind of did sort of forget that. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is. It's fine. This is prime time um, for kids. I mean, do you, do you want me to read the bad words? So you, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, let's do that. I could try, give that a try. Yeah, that's quite a nice way. Story number one. Okay, I'll try and sync it so it doesn't doesn't sound too weird. Yeah, we ready? Yeah. Okay, so Nigel the Cunty. No, we need to be quicker than that. Let's yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. Are we That's ready? Rubbish. Yeah, go on, try again. Nigel the Cunty. No, it's still too slow. Mm. No, it's got to be. You got to be. You got to be on it. Come on. All right, all right. Let's try again. Nigel the, the Cunty. No, no. You no, said the. You don't need to much say it. Quicker. Well. <laughs> be, as soon as I've said, as soon as I've said, Nigel, that was... you're you're pretty much in. Okay, Nigel the cunty. <laughs> Let's just go, go with it, rabbit. Right. Nigel scurried about looking for a way back into the farm past those pesky geese. He just wanted a cabbage leaf. Not too much to ask, right? Sure, the woods held plenty of food, but he wanted the cabbages. Something had clearly gone wrong with Nigel's reincarnation. He remembered being a human. Not everything, more like snippets of a half-forgotten dream. He also felt like the rabbit he had become, which confused him often. He enjoyed munching on leaves. He liked going back to his cosy little den after a hard morning scurrying. And when he caught a glimpse of Lily in the next field, fluffy little arse. Oh, sorry. I thought you wanted to be arse. Oh, I can do God. that. I can do that. You can do arse. Right. But no, let's go with it again. You you, you go with that. Fluffy little arse. Seductively bobbing up and down. His quarter inch. Willie. Tingled with excitement. Because he also missed coffee and television and human. Boobs. He even started furnishing <laughs> his den with the Born. he'd found in the woods. He thought back to his transformation. After the fateful accident, he found himself in front of a shapeless entity surrounded by stars and swirling masses of colour. Are you God? He asked. Sort of, but actually I prefer Jeff. It's time to decide what you'll go back as. Oh, great stuff. Let's see, Nigel said before placing his order. Rich, obviously, because who likes poor people, right? Fucking. Plebs. I'd like to be taller this time. Good looking. Less body hair. Oh, and ease up on the roids, will you? In fact, no medical issues at all. Have you got all that? Because you obviously... Fucked it. Ah, last time. If it were possible for a featureless being being to look pissed off, Jeff managed it. I decide, J 
Jeff boomed, triggering a supernova in a nearby star system and wiping out the fledgling life forms that had just begun to take hold there. Jeff calmed down for a millennia or two, then told Nigel his soul needed a break from being a human and would be sending him back as a rabbit. It was a polite way of saying he'd been a bit of a... Cunty. ...human and needed to learn some humility. Six months later, now a fully grown... <laughs> Six months later, now a fully grown rabbit, he promised himself he would try... He would try, but only after sorting out the goose problem. As a human, he'd never really noticed, but geese were proper... Cunts. <laughs> Luckily, they were also thick. He planned to lure them over the gully at the edge of the farm, where they would fall into a well-prepared trap of sharpened sticks stuck into the ground. Then he'd get all the cabbage he wanted, and presumably Lily and all the other lady rabbits would want a piece a piece of the action too. If it all went well, by the end of the week, he'd be up to his fluff in... Muff. Stood on a small mound overlooking the farm to plan the operation, he couldn't help feeling superior to his fellow rabbits. He could never work out why they were so skittish. There were no foxes in this area, always darting their heads around, sticking to the long grass, and never savouring their time out in the open. He'd be different. He'd buck over the geese and any of the male rabbits that got in his way. Then he'd be running the show. He'd be the boss. Too busy being a petty little buckwit. Nigel. <laughs> Nigel never saw the eagle swooping down until it was too late. Fuck. <laughs> He thought, now he's going to exp now who is going to explain all this to Jeff? <laughs> oh my God! Can I look not not to have a go at your system, guys? But Mr. Did Teacher, you haven't got headphones on, so Elliot's saying all the bad words, but they're coming out your speakers. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference. It's made oh. that that whole exercise made no difference. Your kids probably still oh, yeah, heard every single I, word. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I thought um. Yeah, because you usually have your headphones in, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I think, no, I think it's a marginal gain. Marginal gain. That was so stupid. Um, by the way, I don't know what was going on in that. I don't understand it. What happened? Like, someone was a rabbit, then he wasn't, then he was no, this he... geese. What? We've really started off season two of exactly the same as season one. Yeah, he was a human. He was reincarnated as a rabbit because he was a bit of a cunt as a human. Uh, but then I kind of got lost. Um, I was enjoying. I mean, it. I made it pretty clear. He started off as a rabbit, and then he thought back to his transformation after the fateful asphyxi wank yeah. accident. So that's when he died. Met Jeff, who then sent him back as a rabbit, and then six months later, now a fully grown rabbit. I made it nice and clear. Oh, so Jeff is God? Is that yeah. Jeff's basically like a god who reincarnated him? Yeah. Oh right, okay. Which. Um, I like that he calmed down for it took him two millennia to calm down. And what was the problem with the geese? I didn't follow that. Well, just because geese are cunts, basically. Um, yeah, everyone knows that. Every, everyone knows geese are cunts, yeah. Um, but no, so the geese were on the farm and he wanted to get onto the farm, but the geese kept chasing him away. That's the that's what. And why on. did he want to get on the farm? To eat the cabbages. Because he loved cabbages. 
rabbits love cabbages. Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Nice, tidy little story there. All well done. Yeah, thanks. Strong start to the season two. Well, yeah. Well, I was disturbingly polite from Alex. Well, it's just nice. It's new beginnings, you know, reincarnation makes you think a little bit. You know, it's got cute little rabbits in there. It's got it's figsy wanks. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It's not so like <laughs> <laughs> Alex's reaction is making me think I shouldn't go in too hard on it. Um, I think you need to give it another read because I, I think oh, I maybe you to? just got you just got a bit confused by our delivery system. Maybe, maybe that was it. Yeah. All right. Well, good effort. Story number two. Right, Mister Horn. Dear Headmaster Mustard, I regret to inform you that I am deeply unhappy with the tuition my son, Julius Botherington Smythe, has been receiving this term from his so-called music teacher. Julius informs me that Mr Horn, or Hazza, as he unprofessionally insists the children call him, is refusing to teach the oboe, instead favouring the guitar. When Julius inquired as to why Mr Horn claimed that the oboe was a twat flute for ponces and to chill the fuck out and trust him that learning the guitar would allow Julius to rake in the puss when he's older. <laughs> when Julius raised a legitimate concern that guitar wasn't part of the syllabus and would be useless in the forthcoming oboe exam, Mr. Horn apparently grabbed a nearby Stratocaster and crimped off a crunchy riff before directing a very rude hand gesture in Julius's direction and yelling, nutty granola riff gonna blow your brain, boy. Julius was so upset, he wet the nanny's bed that evening after crawling into it when she was unaware, clearing the, cleaning the library. I would like this matter dealt with urgently. Sincerely, Lord Sir Parsnet Botherington Smythe, OBE. Dear Lord Sir Parsnet Botherington Smythe, OBO. Look, bottom line is your kid is a prick. His vibes are all off and his shit is fucked up. Someone said that he gives off proper Tory energy or something and that he has the makings of a future nonce. I don't know anything about all this good shit you're banging on about, OK? I'm literally just trying to make it through the day here so you can please just chill out or something. And BTW, whoever Hazard is, right, whoever Hazard is, is right. Guitars will fucking drown you in mountains of wet... <laughs> <laughs> Bus when you're at uni. Please forgive the mixed metaphor. Okay, look, fuck it. I can't be asked. Your kid is expelled. Cheers, Headmaster Mustard. <laughs> Dear Lord Sir Parsnip Botherington Smythe, OBE. Firstly, I'd like to introduce myself. I am Miss Sally Fantastic, head teacher at Ponselby Preparatory School. Secondly, I realise you hope Ponselby would represent a new start for Julius after his trouble at previous schools. However, I'm afraid that after only a few days with us, Julius has caused some issues at the school. One, he blocked seven toilets in one day, claiming he had a dizzy tummy, and that had made him fill all the toilets with poo juice. After unclogging them, our caretaker confirmed all the U-bends had been stuffed with pudding. When confronted, Julius climbed a tree really high. Two, he employed over 30 children to be his servants and paid them over £7,000 each 
to bring him snacks or gobblers, as he insisted on calling them. Several of these children have become extremely loyal to him already, and it's difficult to staff to get an appointment to speak to Julius after he sequestered my office. He calls it his private room, and no one has been allowed in since last Tuesday. Three, he masqueraded for several hours as a fictional music teacher, referring to himself as Mr. Horn. This disrupted the oboe lesson, which Julius, as Mr. Horn, referred to as sucking on a shit pipe for nerds and vaginas. <laughs> before pinching off a dense and nutty riff on a nearby Gibson. <laughs> we will have to consider Julius's future at the school in light of his behaviour. Of course, if you'd like to make an unrelated and substantiated donation, perhaps we can make things work here for Julius. Sincerely, Miss Sally Fantastic, head teacher, Ponsilby Preparatory School. Footnote, age 48, Julius Botherington Smythe became the first Tory Prime Minister to receive a 100% majority in a general election and ran the country <laughs> into the ground within six weeks. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice footnote there, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> ran the country into the ground within six weeks. Yeah, even though everyone <laughs> in the country voted for him. Every single person. Everyone. 100%. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know whether it, it disturbed me or I loved it when you whispered the worst bits into the microphone. Yeah, when, you, something... when you paused on wet, steamy mountain of puss, I thought I was going to explode. <laughs> it did make it seem all the more sordid. Yeah. whispering that kind of filth into the microphone into my deep into my eardrum it was um upsetting well that's the story of julius uh botherington smythe hope you enjoyed it so why have we got two um two letters from headmasters well the first one's from his old school and the second one's from his new school oh i see New beginning. Because right. he got expelled. Okay, yeah. Yeah, now I get that. So yeah. he's not been expelled from the second school just yet. But it looks not, like not yet, yeah. it was going that way. It was, yeah. Like... Some of his behaviour is not cool. Yeah. Locking the toilet. Yeah, I I made a sort of false link there. I, I kind of thought that the first response was written by the kid, written by Julius. All oh, right. And okay. then that's and then that's that was his dad. So yeah, no, I just kind of made the assumption that he was telling his parents one thing, and then actually it was him that was just like disturbing the over practice. Well, actually, you might be onto something there because if you look at the third thing that he did in the new school, he masqueraded for several hours as a fictional music teacher, referring to himself as Mr. Horn. He disrupted the oboe lesson and uh, pinched off a, a, a dense and nutty riff on a nearby Gibson. So I actually think maybe Julius made up Mr. Horn in his first school and did exactly the same thing. I don't know. Something for the listener, the, re the reader to, to make up in their head. Fair enough. So does, <laughs> I think he is Mr. Horn. Maybe. Right. Well, I, I thought the letter from Headmaster Mustard was a bit strong. Um, some lines in there I don't think a headmaster would ever write. I mean, Mr. Teacher, I'm sure you've got some comments on this one in your in your review, but 
calling the kid a prick and his vibes all fucked up and he gives off Tory energy. He's a nonce in the works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh my god. It's just there's a lot there's a lot wrong with that. Yeah, because the third one looks like it almost could be written by a headmaster. Not quite, but you know, but the second one is Headmaster is, Mustard is clearly just uh, just he, over it at this he point. He doesn't give like, a, he I, doesn't give a toss, does he? Yeah, I'd like to know a bit more about Headmaster Mustard and why yeah, maybe so he'll come back. Fucking angry. He's, he must be near retirement or something. That's all I'm getting from that. Or maybe he's just overwhelmed. He shouldn't be doing that job. What do you make of his sign-off? Cheers, Mr. Cheers, Headmaster Mustard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. I don't know. Like He clearly changes his, his mind halfway through with his letter as well. He's just mad. He's mad as hell. Oh, fuck it. I can't be arsed. Your kid's expelled. Cheers. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. clearly got a lot going on, hasn't he? So, uh, yeah, I'd like to explore that in the future story, maybe. Yeah, have you noticed? He also says, whoever Hazard is, he doesn't know who this Hazard is. So yeah, I think that's clue why there. I made that link. Mm. Hazard, guitars will fucking drown you in mountains of wet, steamy puss when you're at uni. Please forgive <laughs> the mixed metaphor. <laughs> Like, why would he write that? Why would the head, <laughs> headmaster write that? <laughs> well, it might be a really cool school. I just don't understand it. Like, is he mad? Huh. I think he's just really a chilled out guy. Just really doesn't care or he's really chilled out. Yeah. That was the highlight for me anyway, that letter. The rest yeah, of it, I liked yeah. it. Okay, it's just a naughty kid being naughty. Um, Turns out to be prime minister. Yeah. Story number three. Okay, we're, we're, we're ready for Raheem's Beans. If you guys Rah- are. Sorry, Rah- Raheem's yeah. Beans. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Right. That's okay, right. Right, Raheem fucking floored it downtown. Must have been doing like 50 kilometres per hour. He was eating a tin of beans at the wheel, spilt loads of it down his shirt, fucked it all up. Power sliding around the corner, he jumped out the moving vehicle, wrapping it around a flagpole. Raheem ducked and rolled, scrambling to his feet after a few forward rolls and cut all up, caught, cut all up his arm up. He <laughs> rushed into the nearby bank's bathroom and emptied the oversized burrito turd he'd been holding for several hours. Catastrophic damage to the bowl, proper pan cracker. Fuck, he thought. So many beans. Ha <laughs> The bean fairy arrived in a puff of smoke. Instantly repulsed. This dumb fucker again. Fucking hell, mate. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Be, oh, shit. Not you again. Mate, you've got to eat less beans. You can't be eating this many beans and then be driving. <laughs> shit, you was eating beans while driving. Shit, crazy. <laughs> fuck you, bean fairy, motherfucker. I'll eat you all the fucking beans I want, cunt fairy fuck telling me how to live. <laughs> <laughs> fuck right off. Fuck right off. <laughs> off, mate. I'm only trying to help you. Car's definitely a right off your dumb bean eating fuck. <laughs> he tried to grab the bean fairy, but the bean fairy fluttered away out of reach. Fucking cunt trying to grab me for. The bean fairy gave Rahim a backhand slap, bust his lip right open. Fuck! Eat less beans, you fat bean eating bastard. That's an order. Can't be dealing with this shit no more. Every day you never fucking learn. Raheem couldn't hear anything over the sound of his epic farts echoing around the toilet. <laughs> Fuck's sake, mate. And the bean fairy vanished. 
Raheem walked outside. The fire truck was putting out the fire on his car. He walked over to the local burrito vendor, but paused for thought, looking down at his bean-stained shirt and shit-stained shoes. Fuck it, he said, and ordered the salad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that was, that was so fast and powerful. <laughs> Just like his turn. Good God. Yeah, and that's... Uh... Well, that was it. There's no other word for it. That was excellent. Uh, yeah, Cheers, I really bro. enjoyed that. Like, the Bean Fairy um... was inspired. Who's the Bean Fairy? Why does the Bean Fairy appear? I mean, I've got, you know, I assume that it appears when he shouts beans or when he's had a burrito. Well, I, I like the history with the Bean Fairy because it's obviously they're not, fir- they're not their first rodeo together. Yeah. Mm. And I like that. Yeah, there's definitely history there. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was fantastic. The one thing I will say, and I don't think this is is typical for you, Alex. He learned his lesson. Like usually, your characters don't learn anything because <laughs> well, at, you... at the end he ordered a salad, right? And I think well, that's that the new beginning, right? That's growth in you as a writer because yeah, usually he'd order a burrito. You know what? I typed out two burritos, and <laughs> then I thought. <laughs> <laughs> see that's what i thought you would would have written i was like that that just that last line really shocked me it yeah like, threw me a little bit no, it, sh- like, it shocked me as well yeah i, I love just... that it, it was 100 miles an hour literally well it was actually 50 kilometers an hour which isn't very yeah fast. which that's isn't like, very fast yeah. 30 miles an hour or something <laughs> <laughs> it was 50 kilometers an hour the whole way through yeah <laughs> uh yeah it never let up it was great foot on the gas literally and figuratively all the way through i can't ask for more i was entertained i got what was going on uh which is a big thing for me hmm. oh, 10 man. out of 10 i'll have I mean, to revisit the the bean fairy again then in the future i'd say that that's your best since um mr fella season one mr fella what was he the guy who went to the dentist and um, yeah. yeah, the first Mr. Feller story. He was plunging the, yeah. the his yeah. ass, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, really good. Yeah. I got nothing well, more to I... say about it. It was love. It was lovely. Yeah, I can understand why Mr. Teacher didn't want to read that upstairs. This kids right outside the door. Or just yeah. just doesn't want to read these in general. I mean, there's. <laughs> I, I kind of completely lost count of the the f bombs and the the cunts and the shits and. The... It was every every sentence, but it's great. Loved it. Yeah, I've got no complaints. Oh my god, it's grading time. All right, are you ready for uh, your analysis, Mister Teach? You feeling a bit rusty with this, or you you reckon you? Yeah, I am. I am feeling quite rusty. I think it's going to take a little, a couple of weeks. I'm afraid it's not. Uh, uh, it's not going to be seamless. So apologies, but yeah, quite happy to go into it. Great, let's do it. Cool. All right. So we're going with Nigel the Cunty Rabbit, uh, first of all. So I like the, I quite like the concept of reincarnation for a new beginning. I think that's um, it's something you'd expect, isn't it? I quite like the idea of, you know, when you think reincarnation, you think like, what would I really like to come back with? And, and what would I really not like to come back with? And uh, as a, and the rabbit doesn't really feature in either of those, does it? A rabbit is just this, um, this entity within the middle that's not really here nor there. Um, can a rabbit be cunty? Yes. 
particularly if it's inhabited by a cunt. But isn't right. that the point of reincarnation? That you, but, you yeah, but the slate's clean, isn't it? Because he remembers his human life and then decides to, like, murder the geese and take over the farm. Right. Okay. So okay, fair enough. Cunt. Yeah. Yeah, as I say, I said I was going to take a while to get into it. Um, yeah, I think there's, I think there's, I quite like the concept. I, I had no problem with the narrative. I, I completely got that. I thought, I, I thought it was fine. I think it was probably just in the delivery of needing, needing uh, someone else to say it was my very distracting. So I think that was a bit of a challenge for probably for the audience. But like in terms of reading it, I, 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 I get it. I'm, I'm, I wasn't uh, completely on board with Jeff. Um, with, there's this this there's this reference back to a triggering a supernova, um, and two million uh, millennia. I could get. I could, I don't think that's in in any way related to Nigel's story, and so I don't think we need Jeff as part of that story. I think we the focus needs to stay on Nigel. Um, right. but I do quite like. I, there's there's some nice things coming through. Uh, I think there's some lines that we haven't really gone back to, which which uh, are enjoyable. There's stuff about the fact that Nigel was sorry, it is Nigel, isn't it? Nigel the rabbit. Yeah. Nigel finding some porn in the woods. I'm just kind of interested yes. in what what rabbit porn would would. Well, no, would it's like. human porn because he he just said he um he 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 still liked human boobs, so he's kind of conflicted. Um, so he oh, gathered, yeah, okay. so even though he's a rabbit, he was gathering up human porn from the woods. Which, yeah, this sounds I mean, better for a, now. For our younger audience members, that used because it used to be a thing, didn't it? You'd you'd go walking in the woods and you'd find porn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now that was obviously magazines. Now we've got the internet, so it's not really a thing anymore. Um, yeah. So yeah, I was kind of tying our childhood of finding porn in the woods into into that story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm liking this a lot more. No, understand. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's some, there's some flashes in there. I think it's probably, it's probably has been given a disservice by, by the reading. Uh, so my, my apologies for that. Um, but it's, it, it's not your finest. I think it's, I think it's a good, it's a, it's a, it's sort of like a reminder of what's, what's possible this year. Um, and, pl and plenty of, uh, plenty of room for. For growth um but it's getting as a week one it's getting a it's getting a d plus sad music time oh my fucking god bruv what are you fucking doing bruv Bruff, you need to up your game, bruff. Oh, off to a flyer. Is that D? Yeah, that's a D plus, and that gets Elliot four point five points. Is this mm. getting new? Are we starting afresh on the grades then and the points? Is that? I think so. Aren't yeah, we? We've cleared the slate okay. from season one. I won season one, of course, famously with the extra upgrade you gave to Mister Pickles by a point five. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. That, yes, that won me this season. Sass. Thanks, Season two. <laughs> and 
we'll have a and that was entirely honestly that was entirely like what? i had no intention of doing that yeah i know that was not planned yeah there was no planning on that at all yeah. it just no. felt it, it genuinely felt like the right thing to do considering the um i think the it was just the trying to usurp the status of, of the teacher grading that it was absolutely appropriate to oh, um, put you put you in your place. Yeah, that and the fifty pound he posted you. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. uh, right, Mister Horn. Yeah. Yeah, I I I like this. I like the. There's a few. Uh, there's a few things I I, I quite like. But I've written down quite a few notes here. Uh, first of all, I think this is the first time that we've we've seen a footnote. Maybe. Being used, and this is a very, this is a very, um, very strong use of the footnote. I think it just broadens it out to, you know, we've got a story, we've got a story here about a jumped up, upper middle class kid, private education, and it's just like kind of story about his interactions. Um, but then that little footnote just turns it into a a kind of an allegory of, um. The kind of political establishment and uh, that that I thought that was really clever. That worked really really nice. It works really well with new beginning, um, but also and I don't know whether this is uh, whether this is touched on. But uh, yeah, you've got your headmaster mustard, who I agree is the best character in here. The headmaster mustard, who is ironically not in search of a new beginning by any stretch of the imagination, and the whole thing with education is that you know well uh, largely with education is that you look for new beginnings and every day is a new day and you forgive the previous day whereas headmaster must just couldn't give a fuck could he he's like he's not not in any way interested in this in this child i agree that his language is unlikely but then i think it's 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 really it works really nicely juxtaposed with miss brilliant or whatever her name is miss fantastic yeah sally fantastic miss sally fantastic because that is very that is very believable. Her language is um, very much sort of a, a mask over what she really wants to say, whereas Mustard is just saying it exactly as, as it's coming straight into his head. Um, yeah, he's had enough, hasn't he? He's had enough, and I can understand it. I can feel his pain in a number of... <laughs> uh, uh, quite a lot of the time. But I, I, I like the first exchange, whether Mr Horn is real or not. I do quite... I do like the idea of... Uh, horn just as horn just deciding we're learning this because it's just a it, it's just my way of doing things and yeah there's there's not enough of that so there's good stuff there i like it i like the structure of it i think that's a bit different i think in season two we're getting something different so we're getting a um these these different letters being been written i don't think we've got that so i think that you know i've, I've said this before i think whenever you're trying to do something new and change the structure adding some footnotes in, doing things a little bit differently. I think that should be applauded. Uh, so it's going to get a... It's going to get a B minus. That's nice. I'm happy. Don't get me wrong, but I did. I, you know, from your from your description, I thought I was getting an A. So, <laughs> so he's not yeah, happy. A bit disappointed. <laughs> no, I don't think we're there yet. I think it, it's almost there, but there's just a few things that, yeah, don't. I, 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 yeah. 
I'm, str I'm struggling with the headmaster mustard language, even though that's what he wants to say. Can he actually say it? Even if he's, even if that's literally, it's like, mic drop, I'm leaving the profession, I'm retiring, <laughs> I'm, I'm going, even if it is that, I'm still not sure he, yeah. B, B minus, I'm happy with B minus. Okay, all right, I'll accept that gladly. So Raheem Beans. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I think it's, I think it's, <laughs> I think it's great. It's great fun. Um, I think the bean the fairies a lot of fun and also really realistic. Like your bean fairy is not going to appear <laughs> as being an actual fairy, is it? It's going to be oh, for fuck's sake, just just stop eating so many of these. Why why am I here again? Um, so I quite like the bean fairies. Just a bit pissed off with actually being in existence at all um and i agree i've got the point that you both made about the kind of the allusions to the um the history between the uh whoever what's the guy's name uh, rahim rahim between, uh, like the history between rahim and, the, and i think there is there's scope isn't there for prequels um to this to find out where's where's rahim been before what is his history with but with beans um I think that I think there's yeah there's it's it's just it's, it's waiting to be made into a franchise, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, at the same time, there's nice little touches. <laughs> at the same time, there's nice little touches because you've got you've got our bean fairy, but the bean fairy's also then fluttering away at at one point, which I thought was a um, a nice little reminder that this is a this is a fairy. Um, I agree. I don't think the ordering the salad works. No, I don't. I don't think you can have him order the salad at the end. I think, considering that, considering that he's got such a history with these beans, and this is a, oh mate, again, really, he's not going to order a salad at the end, is he? He's just going to eat more beans. He can't get. He can't do this. It's like once you've had that. Once you've had that moment of, of self-loathing, <laughs> and you recognise that this isn't should it be. That needs to be so short-lived, and then you're back on the beans again. You're you're, you're back to it. <laughs> Um, but then it wouldn't have been a new beginning. So you think I wrote it so well that you could really just you really picked up on Raheem's dependency and addiction to beans, it is, yeah. and it was it was so convincing is. that there's just no way he would order a, a salad and have a new beginning. Absolutely. I mean, there's even an element though. It you know is with a lot of with a lot of your stories as well. You've got some. You've got an individual, haven't you? There's 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 there's, there's very often one person. And I'm sensing this. There's a this individual is just alone, usually with his farts or his poos. <laughs> but there's something that is quite reassuring about that, and he's enjoying that solitude and 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 having the comfort of his poos and his farts. And so, for me, the bean fairy is a personification here of his desire to for companionship with his own farts and his own. Um, feces whatever it might be yeah. and therefore he wants the bean fairy he wants the bean fairy to return because this is his this is his companion mm. so why would he choose a salad at the end because he's losing a friend that's exactly what i was going for <laughs> yeah so um <laughs> but you didn't bullshit. do it <laughs> bullshit <laughs> that's exactly what i was going for that thing you were talking about that i didn't do you literally but just let's 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 bring this back round because there are a number of other uh lines that I really like. I think 
when you because when you look at the story and you and you obviously all the all the fucks and the cunts and all the rest of it and it does it it it's written as if it should be read really quickly and I really enjoyed that. Um, but also you then forget the opening couple of lines about the uh, the car crash. Um, <laughs> and you know you've got you've got this <laughs> you forget that he's actually crashed the car <laughs> because he because he's eaten so many things. <laughs> That he really desperately needs a toilet. But you've got That's this line, so fucking good. <laughs> but you've got the line, Raheem, Raheem ducked and rolled, scrambling to his feet after a few <laughs> forward rolls and cut his all up. I mean, this guy's a legend. He's, <laughs> he's 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 crashed the car, but he's he's rolling around. He's just a he's a I like him. I'm a big I like Raheem. I like, yeah. Well done to you. It's great. Oh my um, god, we actually got tears. But I love there's the, there's a couple of lovely lines, um, Alex, and you're in your and you've done this before as well. It just it just cuts right through to the the um the feeling from your character. So you've got a fuck in there. So like he rushed her into the nearby bank's bathroom and emptied the oversized burrito turd he'd been holding for several hours. Catastrophic damage to the bowl, proper pancracker. And then we get fuck, he thought. So many beans. And I just love that so many beans. I love the the idea that like he he still can't come to terms with the idea that he's overeaten on on his on his bean count for the day um so like i I, yeah i think it's great i think you're off to a flyer uh i do think it's it's um a reminder of some of some of your best work Uh, it's just getting it's gonna no no questions are straight in with a solid Whoa. Whoa! Great stuff! Uh, congratulations, wow. and well, I'd say well deserved because that was excellent. I'd forgotten what an A feels like. You know, it's been <laughs> it's been eighty four years. <laughs> it's so long. Uh, wow! What an amazing feeling. Thank you. Excellent. Oh. Very well read as well. You you um, delivered the Chavy accents as requested. Uh, it was very nice. Very nice. Very well read. I think you began season one with an A with the source story, Al. <clears throat> All right. See if I can keep it hot for a few weeks in before I just kind of just collapse. <laughs> oh, man. I'm across great. the finish line again. Yeah, Raheem, wait, Raheem, when you were saying that, Mr. Teacher, Raheem was a legend. Yeah, he crashed his car. Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was really entertaining. Good stuff. Okay. So, well, the scores are easy this week because we've only got one in the bag. Um, uh, in last place is Elliot with 4.5. In second place is Ryan with 6.5. And in first is Alex with 8.5 with that A. Well done. Brilliant work. Uh, Mr. Teacher, have you got an idea for next week's theme? Can we go for... Can we go for slippers? Yes, please. I love that. Slippers it is. Absolutely love it. Fine. Great. Well, we'll see you next week then with slippers. Cheers all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Small Fictions Podcast. Email us with questions, stories of your own, or anything at all at smallfictions at gmail.com.